You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is good, everybody? Welcome to The Look Ahead, part of the SB Nation NFL show. I am Rob Stats Guerrero from Niners Nation. With me, as always, on a Friday, when I'm not on vacation, RJ Ochoa. What's up, RJ? Rob, it's great to have you back. I hope you enjoyed the Poconos. Now we can reveal your location. Um, I know you did not listen to The Look Ahead last week, which means you did not hear me not reveal your location, and you did not hear yourself Catch a stray from your other co-host here on the SB Nation NFL show. Brandon Lee Gowden? That's right. I mean, do you want to do the, the the plug and the read? I mean, before I tell you, like, I don't want to get too far into the weeds here. I mean, you know, right. we, we got to keep the lights on. I do want to find out about this. I'm very, now I'm kind of upset about the whole thing. But before we get to there, let me remind everybody that the SB Nation NFL show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL. Use that code even if you want to bet on baseball, anything you want. It doesn't have to be a football bet. Use the code SBNNFL. You get a special offer when you sign up only at DraftKings. All right. What's my guy BLG saying about me, RJ? Well, I have three things to get to stats before we get to today's episode. One of them does involve baseball that you just mentioned. But the first one uh, has to do with Brandon Lee Gotten. You will recall that on a recent episode, by the way, Brandon Lee Gotten now on vacation. I'm the only one here who has had a kid in the last year, and I'm the one who's not taking vacation. So, like, I'm just putting that out there, you guys. Maybe maybe work a little bit harder, like your your boy R to the J. But... Um, anyway, uh, you will recall that you brought up um, how you thought it was stupid, how people logged OTA passes and completions and things Correct. like that. Well, Brandon Lee Gowden had a tweet about Jalen Hurts overthrowing, I think it was A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith. I lose track because Jalen Hurts overthrows so many people. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but BLG had a tweet about that that went you know, kind of viral. And so he felt like you were calling him out. And he was like, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to document these things. We're supposed to talk about them, et cetera, et cetera. Stats is being ridiculous. Stats is being unreasonable. Stats is being dumb, his exact words. I I mean, I think that's crazy. Like, why do we need to keep track of stats at OTAs? Like, why? It's absurd. I mean, you can I, say... I just explained to you his logic. I mean, so, I mean, that would literally be the why, yeah. But like, what... So if Jalen Hurts goes 10 of 13, you're like, awesome. But if he goes 10 of 17, you're like, ooh, now I'm concerned. Like, it's practice. It's freaking practice. I, I just, I get why people do it. and But for me, it does nothing for me. You're just wasting your time. Mm. Okay. Well, um, 
look, if if we want to say that the look ahead is a non BLG production slash show, I'm good with that. <laughs> like you know what I mean. So um, anyway, not not my uh, not my fight here, not my uh, my war to be involved in. Second thing is um, you mentioned stats that people can subscribe to us wherever they get their podcasts, leave a rating, write a review. We love when those things happen. We're available on Apple devices, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. If you leave a review, we will read it. We do have a new review. Are you ready? Stats. Fire away. So uh, you will recall, actually, I think I read this review with BLG. Uh, We had a review from Jake in Memphis, and Jake in Memphis gets a gold star, although it's actually a five-star review, so he gets five gold stars. Um, He had left a review, and his username was Jake in Memphis. So when I read it, I wondered aloud whether he was from Memphis. And so um, that obviously is something he chose to address. Uh, It is titled, Filling the Void Reply P.S. RJ, yes, I am a Grizzlies fan. Clay is entitled to his own opinion. He's talking about Clay Thompson, and the, you know Clay uh, obviously had some words. Uh, he said, "But here's my opinion: No team challenged the Warriors more than the Grizzlies did. If Ja, talking about Ja Morant, stayed healthy, I think that series would have gone to Game Seven, and it's a coin toss who wins. Congrats to the champs, nonetheless. You you applaud the the sportsmanship here, stats from Jacob Memphis." No, that does nothing for me. If, if anything, I think we need more bitterness and division in the world. Um, on the subject of the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA title, it's the first time you and I have uh, recorded a podcast since that. Um, I saw some, I, I think it was a CBS sports graphic on Instagram, and it was all the success that the Bay Area has had over the last, you know, call it decade-ish. The Here Giants, comes the <laughs> shot. Well, it Go was ahead. like it was like Giants, you know, World Series titles, all the Warriors World Series titles, the Sharks. I think the Sharks have only appeared in a Stanley Cup. I don't, I'm not a big hockey guy. So, so I would like to see the Avalanche win it uh, tonight for us. Uh, but um, and then it was like two Super Bowl appearances for <laughs> for the 49ers. I mean, it, it's just like you know we've we've really fallen a long way. Uh, where the the once mighty and proud San Francisco 49ers are bragging about Super Bowl appearances. And I know somebody here at the SB Nation NFL show who tends to do that when it comes to the Niners. So just, you know, you know the, 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 the runt of the San Francisco litter right now when it comes to professional sports. Yeah, you know, that's it's really rough to be in a city that wins a lot. If there was going to be one for, say, Dallas, Texas, I, I wonder what the Dallas Cowboys would throw up in their section of that little graphic. Would it be playoff losses? I mean, I, I'm not really even sure what cat what you would put on. That's there, really. here's the thing. Like, I'm dead inside, so like you can't hurt me. Like, that's the difference between you and I. Is you still like believe in your team? Like, I don't. <laughs> so right. like, I, I I've been burned far too many times. Although I did see you share on Twitter on Thursday. Um, I think it was the ten longest passes of last season from Jimmy oh, Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I don't know why you would have done that to yourself. Uh, last thing I wanted to bring up stats before we get into today's show. Um, and this is this is just kind of a, a smorgasbord, gazpacho sort of episode uh, here of The Look Ahead. Uh, welcome back from Vacation Stats. But uh, I was super bummed on Thursday night. My Astros... I don't think gazpacho. I think you're thinking jambalaya. Oh, that's right. I always mess that up. That's that's a that's a, my bad thing. Gazpacho yeah, is its own thing. I'm thinking like a, a, a collection of random items. So, yeah, that's jambalaya. Thank you. Thank you, Stats. Uh, anyway, I was super bummed on Thursday night. My Astros blew a huge game against the Yankees. It was tough, and I, I had it was I had all these Instagram trolls in my comments because I had talked some noise on on the IG, but whatever. Uh, but stats, a lot of chatter lately in the world of baseball has been about the Angels, who your Mariners had some success against on Thursday night. Congratulations! Uh, it's not often that you can celebrate a Mariners win, but anybody who plays the Angels these days seems capable of doing that.
that. But that's what's amazing to me is because the Angels have like two generational talents on their team, and one of them is a pitcher. Like you would think that like the math of all of this would line up to where they would be able to influence and dominate games. Like what what is the NFL comp for Otani and Trout and the Angels still not being able to find success despite these two diamonds in the rough? I can't think of one that specifically applies because you're right. Otani and Trout are not just like great players. We're talking like elite, incredible, some of the best players we've ever seen. And they literally cannot get it together. The only comp I could think of off the top of my head is the Chargers. Because if you look at the Chargers between Dan Fouts, Phillip Rivers, Mm. and now Justin Herbert. Wow, the Kellen Winslow disrespect. Wow. No, I'm just talking about franchise quarterbacks. Ah, okay, okay. And yet, like Hall of Fame Quarter. I mean, we don't know about Herbert yet, obviously, but Fouts and Rivers are Hall of Fame level quarterbacks, and yet they don't have any Super Bowls. And it's kind of weird because, like, that's your whole goal as an NFL franchise, right? Get a Hall of Fame quarterback. Get that franchise guy. The Chargers have had multiple, and yet no Super Bowls. Um, I think you could argue the Cowboys since, you know, 2000, right? Like, I mean, I'm not saying Tony Romo and Dak Prescott are – Dan Fouts and Philip Rivers. I mean, but you know, like that's similar. You know what I mean? Like you're talking. I don't know. I mean, obviously, that's my job is to make everything about them. I thought the Chargers was a good comp because they just find ways to lose. Like if there's one team that, that manages to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, it's them. If I had to come up with like a duo, because that was the challenge in my mind. Um, and this has been said many times, but Gail Sayers and Dick Butkus, I think, is the the best one that I could come up with across all of NFL history. Not only did they not win a title. They never made the playoffs. <laughs> Think I mean, about well, that. That's obs- they never played in a playoff game. But but that's where like it does it does fall apart for me in that. And I liked your Chargers thing honestly because it involved quarterbacks and like Otani. I mean he's he's not pitching every night obviously, but like he's a pitcher. Like he you know Trout can only influence the game to like a certain degree, right? But like Otani can influence the game in a massive way very often. And so you would just think that like that would translate into wins and in success, but it just hasn't. It's very strange. It's absurd that he can influence the game as a pitcher and then every other day influence it as one of the best hitters in the entire league he had back-to-back days with he had an eight rbi game and the next day he struck out 13 batters the next day that's absurd but this is Um, not a baseball show this is a football last thing last thing on baseball i am ready next season to be in a fantasy baseball league so if anybody has any advice or openings or anything you want to send my way on twitter or instagram at our joe just hit me up you know, I have a fantasy baseball. You could. I know that. you want it. Stats. Hey, you know, rub those shoulders, baby. Yeah, there you go. Victory is mine. Uh, on today's show, we're going to have a little fun. I know this is the look ahead, but in a weird way, we're going to both look ahead and look back because the New England Patriots announced this week that they are bringing back Patriot Pat. They are bringing back the Patriot red- Pat. His name is Pat the Patriot. Let's get it right. At least. Come on, stats. Jeez. Are you sure? Yeah, it's Pat the Patriot. All right, well, whatever. He's back. The red jerseys are back. The awesome old-school Patriot jerseys, which personally I think are their best jerseys that they have. So you and I were talking about it. We're big jersey people. We love them. What we thought was we're going to pick our favorite NFL throwback jerseys, but we're not just going to pick our favorites. And we're going to pick the player that we first think of when we think of that jersey. And that's a key part of it because they are tied together in my mind for some reason. When I picture that jersey, the player I picture wearing it is specific to each team. 
I think that's fair. Do you want to start with Pat the Patriot and the Patriots red jerseys? Do you want we to... can do, we can go there if you want to start there. Okay, so um, I don't know if this counts as your nominee or my nominee, and I'm just going to warn you, this is going to be a prevailing theme for me um, throughout the show. Um, there was, was it 2009 stats that the NFL honored the AFL and, and had the Patriots wear those uniforms, had the, the Jets wear the old New York Titans uniforms and the Raiders wore their old school. It was all the original AFL uniforms. And so I think of the Tom Brady snow game. Like that's what, that's what I think of. I mean, like, Whoa, big shocker. RJ thinks of Tom Brady when he thinks of a Patriots jersey. But like, I mean, I, there's nobody else as far as, as I'm concerned that you can think of when it, I think of that, I think of that player and that specific moment, I think of that bright shining red in the middle of the snow. I mean, Okay, but like they didn't really wear those jerseys with when Brady was there. Okay, so I still I, stand, me, I literally laid out my the, entire logic. So I mean, the player you have to think of is the player that traditionally wore that jersey, not just a throwback. I don't know, have to do anything. It's my, these are my rules, my game. All right, I think that's pretty brutal. <laughs> uh, for my pick for the Patriots throwback jerseys is Irving Fryer, who you probably don't even remember. First overall pick in the 1984 NFL draft. Like, think about that. First overall pick at wide receiver. Well, who knows if we'll ever see that again. Really good player. Not like a Hall of Famer, but made the Pro Bowl five times. A solid player. Ended up playing for New England and Miami, which is sort of weird. The AFC East love there, so to speak. But when I think of the red Patriots jerseys, I think of Irving Fryer. Mm. Um, okay. That was a stupid answer, but whatever. Mine was better. Um, okay, th- that was we had to start there. But like, do you want to go first with your suggested, you know, other throwback uniform? No, you go. Okay. Well, I mean, how can I not? I mean, I'm actually a little bit on edge because we've seen a lot of announcements for throwback uniforms already um, from different teams. The Buccaneers and Eagles have noted that they will be bringing back the creamsicle and Kelly Green jerseys um in 2023 although brady uh speaking of is making a push i think for the creamsicle jerseys to come back this year um, the creamsicle jerseys stink for the record the word Bucko, is cool. bucka bruce is awesome the logo is awesome the jerseys are hideous the word is cool i agree with you mostly um it like it doesn't i think the reason it sucks is like i don't want to see that creamsicle jersey at like noon on a random Sunday. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're wearing it on like, and here's my thing. And I think you'll agree with this. I brought this up to BLG before when it came to the Kelly green jerseys. If like you team, whatever team you are, if you're going to like have the throwback weekend or whatever, you're going to wear the uniform. You got to change everything. Like you got to change the midfield logo. You got to change yes. the end zones. You got to change all the drapes. And, and like, there cannot be a single, you know, inkling of the current logo it ha- you have to literally transform the entire aura and environment um and so like in that like the creamsicle is like the biggest deviation from the current day logo um <laughs> yes. so that's that's why why like it's a little awkward i won't go creamsicle um this is low-hanging fruit um i was gonna go cowboys throwbacks but i'll save that um houston oilers i know it's not a throwback because it's technically a different Ooh. team um but houston oilers and i obviously i i think there's Two correct answers here. You could go Earl Campbell, then I wouldn't fault you for it, but I go Warren Moon. I mean, I think you gotta that, go that Warren bright Moon. red face mask, like it's just perfect. It's beautiful. The the light blue jersey. Love you, Warren blue. Moon, just ripping the hell out of the ball and just dicing people up. Absolutely unstoppable. Yeah, those are really good. I I agree though. Like nobody can wear them. The Texans cannot cannot. I hate that we let the Titans wear them. I understand why, but like, eh, 
Like, yeah. You know, now, you, have, you, right. have, you have, you uh, have, and I hope like the Titans now kind of have throwbacks. I actually miss the old Titans uniforms, but like, you want to throw it back, Titans? Wear those. We don't want to, you know, let's just acknowledge the Oilers are a beautiful thing. We just leave yep. it in the past for everybody. I agree. It has to be Warren Moon for those. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have to say this, RJ. I'm going with the Cowboys Let's 94 go. throwback jerseys. Those jerseys were gorgeous. And and I know that those were, in fact, a throwback to previous Cowboy jerseys. But in my mind, it's the 94 jerseys that they wore for the 75th season in the NFL. They're, they're burned into you. my mind because you. of the what? That 94. How dare you bring up the 94? The, the uniform they wore in the 94 NFC Championship game. How dare you? It was so good. What the white and the stars on the shoulders. It looked awesome. And for me, the player that is is linked to those jerseys forever is Emmett Smith, just because he was so, so great. He was the foundation of those Cowboys teams. And they sometimes they pull those jerseys back out, and I wish they would do it more. Frankly, I wish the Cowboys would wear the blue jersey more, but those 94 Cowboys jerseys, as much as I hate the Cowboys, they were beautiful. So um, a lot of people, the, the, the Cowboys' current color rush uniform very closely mirrors that. Um, if you look at, I don't know when the last time you like gave thought to the color rush jersey was, but it has the stars on like kind of the shoulders. And so it, it looks very akin to those 94, uh, 75th anniversary uniforms is what you're talking about. And everybody had the 75th anniversary patch. Um, and what I liked about it then um, that I don't like about it now is they wore them with silver pants. That looks awesome. But because it's they they debuted them as color rush, they wear them with white pants. Like wear them with silver pants and like that whole getup will just really, really, really shine. Um, I really thought you were going to bring up the you know, sort of original Cowboys throwbacks, which is where I was going up before I went Oilers. Um, and that's what I was saying. We've heard the Bucks and the Eagles already have their plans, so, so to speak. The Patriots are bringing back Pat the Patriot this year. Uh, the Falcons are going to be wearing their red helmet this season. Um, so now that the NFL has allowed for multiple helmets again, we're starting to see teams dabble in that. The Cowboys have not yet announced their plans or their intentions uh, for their throwback uniforms, but they have Prior to the, the rule that was instituted that is no longer uh, in place, they had gen- generally worn them on Thanksgiving. Um, so there is some expectation that maybe they will do so this year when they play the Giants. I love those uniforms. I just It's different. Um, it allows the white helmet to be brought into play, uh, which is, again, very, very OG Cowboys. Um, and again, this is like a theme for me. When I think of those, I think of Miles Austin. Um, if you recall, Ooh, that's a good one. Well, if you recall that 2009 season, that was Miles Austin's breakout campaign for the Cowboys. Um, and he had a, his breakout game was on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that was actually the last time Dallas had visited Kansas City prior to last year. And he had over 200 yards. It was just this massive come from you know nowhere, just blow up, start to take over the league season for Miles Austin. And the Chiefs wore their Dallas Texans jerseys because, again, that was the year that honored the AFL. Um, so that's, that's the image that's burned into my mind besides, obviously, a ton of Thanksgiving memories as well. That's very, very good. I, I like it when the jersey is tied to a player that's not necessarily like a Hall of Famer. Right. Um, 
sometimes I think that those guys, you know, generally they get lost in the shuffle, but for, for individual fans, I think that you can have a guy like that that's tied to that jersey forever, which I'm going to go to the AFC. I'm going to go to the New York Jets. The jersey that they had before this abomination that they are currently wearing, which was the same jerseys that they wore in 68. when this, well, they Similar the helmet and stuff. Yeah, right. And the guy that's tied to it for me is Wayne Corbett. Ooh. You know, before Wes Welker and the Patriots with their, you know, let's have a short white slot wide receiver that's not very fast but is quick as hell. The Jets had Wayne Corbett out of freaking, I don't even know, where did he come from? Hofstra, that's right. He came from Hofstra. He was five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing. Undrafted. Rudy. And the dude was just tough as nails, going over the middle, making the tough grab, getting blasted. You know, wasn't like a player that you're ever going to remember. Didn't make a Pro Bowl. Obviously, he's not a Hall of Famer, anything like that. But when I think of those Jets jerseys with the green and the white, with the white Jets helmet, which I love, I love a good white helmet. I think of little tiny Wayne Corbett, who, do you remember the game NFL Blitz? What a stupid question. That is the, the video dumbest game? thing you've ever asked me. I'm For some reason in that video game, they got his name wrong and they called him Wayne Shrebay. And yeah. I'll never forget it. Um, that's a very good selection. Um, the more I think about it, the less I like the current Jets uniforms. I miss the the ones prior to this. Um, and again, like some of some of this is, is like relatively like modernism, but like I think of Mark Sanchez. Like when I think of that uniform, I don't blame you for thinking of Wayne Corbett. That's a really good one. But I, I think of like he's the most synonymous player in that era uh, for me. I think you could also, if you really wanted to, go Curtis Martin. Like I wouldn't fault you, fault you for that. Um, that'd be fine. But Wayne Corbett is a solid choice. Um, we've listed some really good looking uniforms. Are you ready for a bad one? A bad one? I thought we were picking out the best. Well, I mean, I I also when we like kind of plan this, I I sort of defined it as like most iconic. Um, and so why do you that, always change the topic? Well, I I don't even know what to call these. Um, but the I know you know the ones the like the Broncos brown and yellow throwback oh, jerseys yeah, with the like vertical stripe socks. Uh, yeah, and the player. I think of again. This was 2009, so like, like I'm like naming a lot of like top players in, from 2009. Wait, which I, I know who it's going to be. Who is it? Brandon Marshall. It's Brandon Marshall. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the only person I think of. Like I, I can't see anybody else. But and see, like that actually looked. Real, I will never forget. That was when I like birthed the take of you have to change everything because like those uniforms looked dumb in this with the like navy orange white you know <laughs> percolation around the stadium like you you have to go all the way in so i think of brandon marsh when i think of those horrible get-ups the socks are the worst part obviously vertical stripes on the socks it was yellow and brown you can google image it and uh, there were a couple players that what i love they like twisted the socks around their legs so the stripes kind of like wrapped around their leg really weird but it's absolutely Brandon Marshall when I think of those. Like, I, I just, I don't know what these teams were thinking. Like, that was the best that they could do in the 1960s? I know it was a different time, but who's, who gets in a room and is like, you know what? Yellow and brown. That That's our color. And everybody else in the room was like, oh, good. Yeah, good idea. That's awesome. The reason... Um that this uniform means a lot to me stats is my uh my high school's colors were brown and gold um and the gold 
more often than not in in t-shirts and things like that that you know we would wear wound up being mustard yellow um mm. so um i uh i very I, nobody else can empathize with the browns i mean the browns the the broncos here but i can i've i've walked that walk i actually am going to put the broncos on this list twice because oh, i like going with the d i mean obviously the d yeah. and the orange see now the broncos go with orange jerseys and i hate it agreed 100 percent the- agreed the new logo, the, the jerseys look better in blue, but the old the, logo, like when they go navy top to bottom, it's beautiful. Like I completely yeah. agree with you. Yeah, and and that was a long time ago that they came out with those, and it still holds up. I think you know today. why they brought like I. This is my opinion. It was like that that coincided with Peyton's arrival. It was like we, we we're gonna start wearing orange at home because it's a new era, right? And then you got Russell Wilson like we in the orange, baby. We we in the orange. So um, like no, bring the navies back. Wear the navies at home, Broncos. They look awesome. I agree, but the before the that logo reimagining the '90s Broncos jerseys with the orange shirt, with the light blue helmet, with the orange D, I absolutely love the orange crush jerseys. And this breaks my rule, but the two guys I think of in those jerseys are John Elway and Shannon Sharp, because there's that clip of Shannon Sharp from NFL Films, which lives forever, when he's on the phone and yep. he says, "Call the president." Send in the National Guard because we are killing the Patriots. That is honestly one of the most clever NFL soundbites of all time. Like it yes. is so, it is so funny how he like takes it beyond like we're, just, we're like we're beating them. Like it is so funny. Um, I will say something about these uniforms, although it's actually about the like current version of them because they have sort of brought them back, right? Like that's actually the Broncos color rush uniform is they wear uh, orange tops and orange bottoms that are different from the standard orange uniforms they wear at home um, with the the D logo on the Navy helmet, which I hate that. Beautiful. No, I hate that. Like it, it belongs on the light blue helmet. You know well, what I'm they saying? They couldn't. They couldn't change it. I though. know they couldn't. I mean, I, I recognize why. But so now, if you're gonna do it, like, hey, go, like, do it right. You know what I mean? Bring back the light blue helmets. It's kind of like, like I love the Cowboys Navy jersey. Don't get me wrong, but the Cowboys road jersey started off as royal blue. You know what I mean? It wasn't Navy in the '60s. You know, like, bring back the royal blue. I would love to see that. Um, in the spirit of this, um, I guess. I would be really upset if the Seahawks did it now, but the Seahawks silver helmet is wonderful. I mean, like the the royal blue and green, I think, you know, Jim Zorn, I mean, like pick, you know, I don't know that anybody you can think of anybody else, but like, I'm so bummed that we won't get to see Russell Wilson wear them. I don't like the old Seahawks. The Seahawks have never had a good logo in Jersey. The First Seahawks all- new, the Seahawks current, they have the best modern logo and helmet in, in uniforms in the NFL. They were the first sort of Nike NFL jerseys. When Nike took over, right. the first team that they redesigned was the Seahawks, who desperately needed it, by the way. Unfortunately, what a, they what a big shock that Nike would do the Pacific Northwest team first. What a big right. surprise. The one with neon green. That is so weird. Whoa. The jerseys the Seahawks don't wear enough are the gray jerseys. I don't even know if they still oh, technically dude, what wear a those. stupid opinion. Oh, my gosh. That is so dumb. I cannot no, I believe liked, you said that. Wow. I liked those. Um, can we get to another throwback jersey that I don't think gets nearly enough love? Um, can I guess? Can you give me a clue? Um, no. Wow. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. It is the 90s Giants uniforms. New oh, York with Giants. the block Giants. Yeah. Uppercase Giants yeah. on the helmet. Blue jersey with the red outline and the white numbers. Very, very simple. But... 
I mean, some people are going to say Lawrence Taylor when they think of those jerseys, and I get that. But I think of Michael Strahan in those yeah. jerseys. I love those jerseys. They every once in a while they they do like they made their color rush jerseys similar to that. I think that those are fantastic. Even though I love the Giants' current jerseys now, they Ew. have like the best back to. I would argue the Giants have the best back to back jersey logo combination of any team in NFL history. I one million percent disagree with this, but um, I will say like the Giants kind of botch having you know like being being a team in new york in the united states having red white and blue you know what i mean like you would think like it would be a little bit stronger like given that those are their colors um i and i will say this like here's a tip giants i know you listen make the face mask white with like the, the face like and so many teams stats could could experience such a facelift no pun intended with just changing the color of the face mask the giants having the gray face mask is so dull nobody likes it. it it's gross i i mean you can you can have a gray face mask if your helmet is gray or silver like the cowboys right like that it doesn't look ridiculous i like i love that the pan thank you bear i love that the panthers have a black face mask that really pops on the the silver helmet i love that the patriots have a red face mask i've always thought by the way it would be so lame to be on washington's team and look out through yellow like that would be so weird in in my mind but um like i loved the colts blue face mask i loved when the niners was red like i i think that we've gone too dull with some of these face masks let's get bold let's get brave the bills like use the white face mask more the cowboys and the niners currently have gray face masks i know but the cowboys have a silver helmet so it makes sense but yeah i um, actually did like the niners red face mask you're right face mask color can add a lot i like some of the chrome face mask too i think with the right helmet it can be cool it doesn't um, work for everybody okay i have two quick ones um they're not good but they need to be mentioned um are you ready yes the first one is the pittsburgh steelers bumblebee uniforms um uh. well i mean still like but they're iconic and what i think of i can't tell you the day but i think of the day that ben roethlisberger antonio brown and Le'Veon bell just like destroyed the colts like it, it was like peak uh killer bees whatever they call you know what i mean like in the in, in the you know bumblebee uniforms like it was like the peak of that era i never loved the by the way the steelers um yellow helmets that they had in that little run there yeah, not a fan no. like it just you know gross uh, in my mind and similar uh, sort of situation because it also had the like khaki pants like the bumblebee uniforms the packers. the packers yeah i i don't like those um and the player i think of is jordy nelson that's the mm -hmm. I, I don't think of aaron Rodgers. i only think of jordy nelson in that uniform yes that's totally fair i agree with you uh i don't know why something about the khaki pants just makes me go to wide receiver it's yeah, I not logical. <laughs> um, but yeah, those were um those were not great, but I do think of them nonetheless. It is weird that some of these teams just have the weirdest, like most hideous throwback. Like the Packers have that one with the khaki pants, and then they have the khaki pants throwback with the number that's in a circle on the front of the jersey. Right. Remember those? Those were also stupid. Um, like it's just absurd, some of these throwback jerseys. You know who has some lame ones? Sorry to add two more. Um, but these are just like we're kind of blitzing through them. The Bears. The Bears throwback is basically the same jersey. Like yeah, it's it just they, they take the stripes off the sleeves. Um, and they and also the Lions. Uh, the, I, I, I probably think of Jay Cutler when I think of, or Matt Forte when I think of the, the throwback Bears uniforms. And when I think of the throwback Lions ones, I'm talking just the um, – just the like blue jersey like it, it literally looks like the one you buy at like the sporting goods store for like you know peewee teams right and the, and the helmet is just silver i think I, thank you bear i think of matthew stafford on thanksgiving 
I love those Lions jerseys. It's so simple and clean. It's just a beautiful throwback. For me, they wore those in 94, that 75th anniversary year. So I think of Barry Sanders in those jerseys because you just you couldn't touch him. It was like there's nothing on the jersey to grab. It's just a number, no logo on the helmet, no nothing. And they just have this guy number 20 that is untackleable. So I look at Barry in those numbers. The Lions have had some weird jerseys through the years. Their black the Cal- ones rule. The Calvin Johnson Lions jerseys, I like them, but they're weird. Like they they got a lot going on. I think it's weird um, when organizations, and this applies to the Lions and the Bears, and I understand that it's like part of your history, but when you have like a nod to ownership on the jersey, like now, uh, (laughs) well, now the Lions have like, is it WCF for William Clay Ford? Um, And the Bears have GSH for George Hallis. I I don't know what George Hallis' middle name was, but like that's on their sleeve. And like, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but like, look at, look at any Bears cap. Like it, it, that, that's that sleeve logo is on the side of every bears cap. Like today, like you go buy a bears cap, whatever. That's so weird to me. Like, I, I don't understand why that's the case. Like it's, it's, it's not dumb. It's just weird. I, that's a very awkward thing. I cannot stand the reverence for sports owners and it, it crosses all sports. There is just, just cause this person is rich. There's some sort of like great reverence for ownership and it drives me crazy like george Hallis does not have the best history he's got some problematic things in his history go back and look yet we're immortalizing him i i I don't like it um i do love a nod to history um this is kind of the theme of our episode i know we're winding down but i just wanted to say one thing i saw right now um, a photo of jalen smith and something jalen smith did he, his career was not great with the Cowboys, but his very first Thanksgiving, uh, before he switched to number nine and paid $500,000 to do it, um, J- Jalen Smith uh, wore number 54 for the Dallas Cowboys. Back when times were good, stats, and we didn't have all this anarchy. Um, but his first, and this, I, I don't mean to like get up on my like Cowboys Mount Pius you know, thing, but like because the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving, it's a historical day and it's a historical football thing, whatever. Um, he warmed up in Randy White's jersey, who previously wore number 54. And he talked about, like, I thought that was so cool. He talked about how that was going to be like a thing for him. And like, I presumed the next year he would warm up in like a Chuck Howley jersey because he also wore 54. Like, that is super cool. I love when players honor the past i love when players like show up to games wearing you know now they'll they'll wear like kobe jerseys and stuff like that but i think it's cool it makes you as a fan feel like wow he loves the team like i love the team and that's a cool thing i love the connection if you're just doing it to honor somebody that's cool and i also am all geeked up rj because steve young and trey lance are buddy buddy Mm. they have each other's cell numbers they talk all the time i i two of the most overrated quarterbacks ever right Mm -hmm. i get overly excited when players from the past reach out to current players to share knowledge and that type of thing. I just, because you're right. Like, I think it, it does make you believe that they're as invested as you are. And as a fan, that's rare when it comes to professional athletes, because it's a job for them because it has to be. So it's just different. But when you, that's why rivalry games mean more, right? Because it's the one time you feel like as a fan, they want to win as badly as you want them to win. And that's a really cool thing. I agree. Um, wrap us up, Stats. Give us one last throwback uniform and the player you think of. The last throwback uniform, call me Homer. I'm going 94 Niners. They started wearing them again now. 
I, it's the best 49ers jersey of all time with the red and the shadow lettering. It's very simple. It's clean. The road ones with the all white look even better than the home ones. And the player I think of in those jerseys, and it's weird because he only played for the team for a year, but it's Deion Sanders. I don't know why, but for some reason, that number 21 in the Niners throwback, which will never be worn again because Frank, they're going to retire it for Frank Gore. But I think of Dion that year. He won mm. Defensive Player of the Year. He had seven, I believe, interceptions. I think he had like three pick sixes in the year. He had one against the Falcons in Georgia where he went right down their sideline for like 90 yards and rubbed it in their faces. I'll always picture that 21 and Dion in the 94 throwbacks. Um, it's a solid jersey. That's the wrong player to name. I understand why it's like emotionally important for you. The name I think of, the name that haunts my memories at least, is Eric Davis. That's or the player I think of. Like That's who mm. I think of wearing those uniforms um, the most. Um, this was a stupid note to end on. I hate that we did this. So. Eric Davis, number 25, when he picked off Troy Aikman right in the beginning of the 94 uh, I would like to leave. I would yeah, like to leave. I remember that, too. That's a that's a good pick by you. All right. That is our look at throwback jerseys. Let us know your favorite or least favorite NFL throwback jersey. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Leave us a five-star review. Like we say, if you take the time to leave a review, we will read it on the show. RJ, it's great to get back in the saddle with you, man. I missed you. Welcome back, Stats. Let's leave. I just want, I'll see you next week. I'm bummer of a way. Go Astros. All right. Later. Boo. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.